This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. You're listening to the wonderful podcast, Let's Drink About It, <laughs> where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a perfect cocktail pairing. We're working our way through every conceivable life event, mm-hmm. episode after episode, and uh, we're going to pair each one with a cocktail. I think at this point, in the, the longness there's, of time. Only, there's only about 30, uh, 30 events left at this point. Like We've done them all, right? Not, yeah, we've done, we've done a, a fair a fair. Uh, many episodes fair many what the fuck i've anyway. also had all the guests you can possibly have if totally I'm back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's our lovely and talented guest adam pranica hello adam has, has, well. has it been two we'll weeks already adam? Voice well <laughs> i don't even think it's been two weeks yeah no, well this time it's a it was a, a legitimate guest fall through situation and adam was very kind and offered to uh step in and fill fill that well, well-worn uh, guest chair. <laughs> I, I've uh, said it before. Supple I have... asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you said you wanted to get crazy on this episode, so I figured. Yeah, I, I have literally nothing else going on, so uh, <laughs> I'm happy to do this. Good. Oh, oh sorry. We've gone well, through uh, all of Adam's life events. That's what we've done. We've gone through all of his events. No more that, drinks. That there. is true. Um, yeah, this. I think the second time we had Adam on the show, he sent me the same list of life events for me to pick up from as the first time, and I was like, "Damn, has nothing happened to this poor guy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- I think uh, I think most people, most of my friends would say that. <laughs> um, oh well, uh, I'm I'm your host Benjamin R. Harrison, uh, and I'm your host Chris Bowman, and I'm the third host. Yep. Yeah, Adam Pranica. In a lot of ways, you are. I have a. A question, a couple of questions have been rolling around in my mind for our listeners, and uh, maybe you guys feel passionately one way or the other, but do you think that this is more a comedy podcast or more a cocktail podcast? Um, I know what I think. And, and let us know. What do you think, Bowman? Uh, I think, well, personally, um, alcohol plays second fiddle to the laughs I like to have on this podcast, but... Uh- on the show it's not up for me yeah. it's not up to me to say so right well i feel sort of the same way but um i sort of i i know that like our listeners are for sure like interested in the cocktail aspect and mm-hmm. i uh feel like the spoonful of sugar for that is the fact that we have hilarious people like adam pranica and at all on the show all the time mm-hmm. but you know, I've just been sort of wondering, like, if we should, uh, in order to promote the show, try and push into the cocktail space more, or should we, uh, you know, focus well, on the comedy space? Well, more? I mean, we can't push into the cocktail space less. So, I mean, maybe we could, like, maybe it's sixty forty. <laughs> maybe it's sixty forty. You know, like, uh, it's a little more comedy yeah. than it is cocktails, but like, we can, we can uh, introduce. I mean, it'd be great to bring on people that know more than we do because that's almost everyone. So the, kind yeah. of the options well, that's are that's uh, definitely something. Yeah, I've made a handful of drinks uh, just based on the recipes that you guys uh, promote on nice. the podcast. I would wonder if that's the case for most of your listeners. Yeah, like, are well, they I'm, are they listening to this as as they would a test kitchen podcast where they right. go and try this stuff? Except for just like less awful than Richard Kimball or whatever. Oh, I, I think you're confusing your Kimballs. I think Richard Kimball is uh, is the guy who killed his wife. Oh, shit. Uh, Christopher oh, yeah. Kimball Christopher is Kimble. also the guy who killed his wife, but he wears a bow tie and has a <laughs> yeah. PBS show. Yeah, and so then he fed the cop the, uh, the, the, 
the uh, ham hock that he used to club her to death, right? Right, exactly. And uh, <laughs> no murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he never cooks on the show. Um, oh well, yeah, so yeah, I don't it's know. It's really easy for him to judge. You send us send us a a. Uh, uh, 140 characters on uh, what you think, what what you lo- like about the show. Um, I don't, you know, it's not like we're going to not have cocktail stuff on the show. I just wonder, like, if we were to, say, place an ad on Reddit, would we want to put it on the Reddit comedy section or the Reddit cocktail section? Well, and that's I, a, an open question in my mind. I see. So it's a question of, uh, of like, where to, wh- why the ad? Not that we're going to place an ad. No, yeah. I was gonna, because you could place them on both. Why not? Why not both? Because it is both. It's a little of both, this show. Yeah. It's a, tween, it's a tweener, like they say in the biz. Hmm. Is that what they say in the biz? I don't know the biz that well. You guys know it better than I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're a. Uh, we're, um, you know, showbiz profesh. Sure, I mean, I'm looking at you. I can well, see that. I, I think you want to you want to touch all the disparate areas of uh, of Reddit if you can. The, yeah. uh, <laughs> the the drink the R drinking the R comedy the R creepy space, pasta space dicks uh, space dicks <laughs> all the dicks really some, some of the darker and more upsetting parts of uh, <laughs> right not safe for life yeah oh, probably no. get a lot of eyeballs on no. that that's uh. I occasionally will accidentally click into that stuff and uh, for purely research purposes. What about what about cringe? What about our cringe? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Isn't there? Cr- like oh, a, I haven't. Uh, oh man, the cringe section is like the, all, all right. these kinds of people singing and doing the most embarrassing, like cringe-worthy shit. It's the best. Right? Yeah, like their middle school talent show or something. Yeah, I got- feel like the the failed unaired intro to this episode <laughs> would qualify. <laughs> I've, yeah, I, I've got a really low threshold for that cringe stuff, so I'll like treat myself once a month to about three minutes, and then that's me done. <laughs> of listening back to yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, you could put together quite a reel of just all of the bombed intros <laughs> right. of the episodes, yeah. the ones that never made it to air. Well, people people don't know how much embarrassing shit I cut out of the show. I mean, yeah. I cut out all of my, my burps and all of Chris's leaning away from the microphone and coughing in the middle of explaining something because i think i think that and, I, I think uh, that leaning away is uh like you know like sly enough that you're not going to catch it but that's not true and every week i'm like oh yeah it worked but no it's just you working extra yeah. hard to get rid of my throat clearing a, a fun thing to do i feel like would be to kind of listen to this show and just mentally add a lot of burps <laughs> and coughs like oh chris is talking right now let me just try to think what it would have been like in real life it would have been a little bit like uh, so you add two ounces of co- of uh, coffee infused vodka, <laughs> and then you. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm pull telling that you, over ice in real life. I, I told you, it's like when I sit down to the microphone. I don't know the the, the center in my brain that uh, produces phlegm just kicks into high gear, and then all of a sudden I've got to clear my throat for an hour. So it's. Uh... <laughs> Are you also in your in your cat box room? That might be uh, part of the reason. <laughs> does it does it sound? I'm afraid that it sounds like I'm in a cat box room. Am I? Does it sound what I mean? It looks like you're in a cat yeah, box I room. Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I don't know if I know what a cat box room is. I don't either. Is. I'm well, just going with it. it just looks like it. a pantry area uh, that you'd keep your ironing board and <laughs> a of, cat box. Of, oh, yeah, check, check this out. That's your cat check box room. Check this out, Adam. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you got it in Chris one. It's just... Uh, Pulled a an ironing board 
from just off screen, like literally just out of frame on our little Skype window was an ironing board. Uh, See, I think that kind of uh, that kind of psychic ability. Yeah. I Maybe, think would was it this... even there before? Did you just put it there with your mind? That's why. I think that makes this episode a candidate for our creepy. Sure. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I actually didn't even know it was there wow. until you said that. I looked up and I was like, holy shit, there is an ironing board in here. Um, tell me uh, quickly, yeah. Ben. What? How's your computer holding up? Uh, it's pretty rough. My, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, Adam, but the mouse is uh, well. Occasionally, the mouse pointer will occasionally just move spontaneously. So uh, now that I'm uh, here in uh, Washington State, I have a, an appointment at the Apple Store. Probably going to go drop off six hundred dollars and have my computer fixed jesus it smells great by the way <laughs> yeah it does smell like a burritos oh, no. toronja soda <laughs> yeah. um yeah laptop uh, has seen better days um another cool thing is my delete key will flip up like a little trap door <laughs> trying try and bite my finger so i have to type everything perfectly <laughs> The uh, the monitor part of the laptop has a salted rim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you noticed that? That was actually a, I did that with uh, some super glue before this whole debacle. But if you know, it works thematic. It's uh, it's also auto completing all your titles with like really disgusting, yeah, perverted sexual. <laughs> my sexual my laptop references. and I have very similar senses of humor. It turns out. <laughs> um, Tobybuns.biz. <laughs> Chris, what's up with you this week? Uh, for the first time in my life, I'm going on a winter getaway. Fuck this place. Ooh. Yeah, get me out of here. Minus <laughs> minus 40. No shit. Minus 40. I've had enough. Get me Is out. Is that uh, centigrade or celsius it's the opposite of what you use uh adam how about you what's uh what's happening in your life uh i am thinking of starting my own podcast <gasps> yes adam i fucking knew it i you know i i today getting ready i was like you know i wanted to say to you like the number of times you've been on this podcast when you're finally at the top of your podcast empire yeah. i want Get you to remember goddamn no, i want you to remember like that you started out here amazing i love it yeah not that you started out here. I'll remember. Not that you started out, but that, We're making... that we, uh, we honed your skills. We helped hone your skills. Yeah. It's We're, okay if I, like if a... I make my first six episodes these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have as much a claim to the copyright as anybody. Yeah. Great, great. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah well, we can call our podcast a bit of a, a stellar nursery. You know, stars are formed here and then go on mm -hmm. to... You know, make solar systems. I feel like you have been barfing worm guts into my open mouth for <laughs> months now. I'm ready to fly on my own. Well, we've been barfing. <laughs> uh, ben, how about you? Um, I had a very irritating seatmate on my airplane trip uh, this past time. Oh man! So I, I was wishing, I was wishing I had something to drink. We almost uh, we almost had three positive life events this week, maybe for the first time ever. But no, nope. Ben's got a shit on the parade. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't like the worst airplane seat. No, I'm just usually it's me. Usually I'm, usually, it's me. I'm usually like the most negative person with the most positive. Life <laughs> yeah, it's on true. The show. It's true. You, you have like a cheery, upbeat disposition, and I'm always like complaining and 
you know, griping about everything. Well, I have a cheery. I have a cheery. <laughs> and I always have good life events, and you always have shit. Yeah, life. it's true. I, I have a cheery, upbeat like, uh, disposition because uh, when I get out of this fucking cat box room, all I do, I cry for uh, the rest of the week. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, maybe you should start another podcast too maybe I will the cat box diaries <laughs> Adam for you because uh, podcasting is the pantsless art form <laughs> uh, you're going to be drinking a drink called the no pants sour uh, <laughs> oh. which I uh, am stealing from a Reddit user, I'm, named, I'm dressed for that already. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stealing this from from a Reddit user and the Reddit cocktails sub uh, by the name of Titty Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, every time we say a Reddit user's name on this show, it makes me laugh. Uh, so, uh, no pants sour is one and a half ounces of rye, uh, an ounce of fresh grapefruit juice, three quarter ounces of apérol, uh, half an ounce of egg white half an ounce of simple syrup so we'll dry shake the uh ingredients and then strain them over a large ice cube in a tumbler and garnish with the angostura bitters and a grapefruit peel and uh the uh, recipe here says that you're supposed to enjoy sans pantaloons cheers (laughs) (laughs) all right i I plan on obeying every order. I don't know if I've ever seen you in pantaloons, come to think of it. You haven't seen me in pants. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you, you have a very libertine Northwestern lifestyle, so... Uh. Right, right. Uh, for- you know how the Northwest is famous for her libertine lifestyle. <laughs> ben, for you, I've got something Not called, at all, uh- Ben. Not at all. <laughs> I've got something called the Dark and Stormy 2. Uh, I'm going to subtitle it, uh, This Time It's Juicier. Uh, it's one ounce of dark rum, the uh, an ounce of silver. The juicing. One yes. juice uh, one, o- <laughs> uh, one ounce of dark rum, one ounce of silver rum, two ounces of ginger beer, two ounces of fresh orange juice, and two ounces of pineapple juice. Beautiful. Uh, build, all ingredients, build all ingredients in a glass over ice and stir, garnish with a lime wedge. I love a Dark and Stormy. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Chris, for you, uh, you're going to be drinking a planter's punch. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read the ingredients in a second. But first, I'm going to read the ingredients as listed in the September 1878 issue of the London magazine Fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, a wine glass with lemon juice fill of sugar, the same glass fill twice. Then rum them together until the mixture looks smooth, soft, and nice. Of rum, then three wine glasses add, and four of cold water, please take a drink, then you'll have that's not bad, at least so they say, in Jamaica. So that's the uh, recipe. So take that over to your kitchen and do that. (laughs) That It almost sounds like Yoda was, it sounds like Yoda was alive in the 1800s. Yeah, pretty good, right? might be. Might have been. Yeah. Uh, first poetry reading we've ever had on the show. So. Uh, yes, stellar, stellar work. Yeah, I think that the first uh, the first stanza is a lot uh, a lot tighter and better written than the second one. I don't like "please take a" being rhymed with Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, seems, that's seems, just lazy. That's a little seems lazy. A little lazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> they ran out of steam at the end there for sure. They they put all their uh, eggs at the beginning. I think uh, I'll be writing a letter to the editor of Fun Magazine. 
Regarding your September 1878 in. <laughs> Dear sir or madam. <laughs> uh, uh, Anyways, uh, so the real, uh, the modern American recipe would be three ounces of dark rum, uh, preferably a Jamaican rum, uh, an ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of grenadine, and a quarter ounce of simple syrup. Uh, you're going to stir those ingredients together in a glass with ice until they're well chilled, then strain over crushed ice into a Collins glass and garnish with a lime a wheel, a lemon wheel, and, you know... Maybe a cherry and an orange wheel and a piece of pineapple. This is a tiki drink. Go fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, so that's. I'm gonna drink. skip. I'm gonna skip most of those garnishes. It sounds amazing, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna skip fucking ninety percent of the garnishes. Uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. Every every week. At some point during the week, I think, you know, we say cheers or to your health or whatever every single week. It would be really fun if I learned, like, the different drinking salutations of different cultures and said a different one each show. And then I, like, forget that thought and go about <laughs> my day. And I have not been able to put it into practice at all. Like, yeah, I've made it's, such it's, half-hearted attempts it's over almost, the it's 48 almost, episodes. It's almost as though you've got other shit going on in your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, like, but like you say, like this is this is the hour of the week for which I yeah. I live. So yeah, it's I almost should. like you have an American sensibility for other nations' cultures. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys get over there? Cheese or something? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we got some too. Bye. <laughs> um, well, I like my dark and stormy. Uh, this is. Uh, it's not very dark or stormy. It's uh. Well, I'll you know, tell you. It looks like weak orange juice. I think, didn't I have a dark and stormy over here on a previous? I, I think so, but I don't think you've had the dark and Branica episode. I don't think you've had the dark and stormy too. Yeah. Uh, well, so the 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 proper way to make one is you put the you float the dark rum at the top so that it's like, you know, looks spooky all the way down. But uh, and it's just it, um, it's just ginger beer and dark rum. Is a dark and stormy, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and maybe and lime juice, maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah, this one's uh, there's so much fruit juice in this, like it's uh, it's just orange. Oh, this is <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, this is definitely uh, planting a fucking punch. Holy three ounces of booze! <laughs> wow, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, like I can't drink all this. I got to go to work shortly, and I I can't show up three ounces of alcohol uh, did, in chris wait chris did you do the the poem version where you were making it out of entire glasses of wine <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it is that where i went wrong <laughs> just put it in a sports bottle and, uh, yeah buckle it into the passenger seat <laughs> sports bottle yeah uh, <laughs> is that now what that is the uh, the squeeze bottle yep, that you i just i just love yeah. i just love the the name for it the sports bottle i like that <laughs> how about a camelback has, any, has anybody ever pre-mixed a bunch of cocktail and put it in a camelback? Uh, I, I had a friend. I had a friend that put vodka in a camelback once, uh, and it just never not tasted <laughs> like vodka again. He was like a mountain biker, and uh, he, he he wasn't like a mountain biker. He was a mountain biker, and uh, he yeah one time put uh, put vodka in it, and then you know got rid of the vodka, and then it tasted it the flavored flavor yeah it flavored the water it, huh? forever yeah. 
I'm pretty sure they won't let you into a Dave Matthews Band concert <laughs> unless you're wearing one of those. <laughs> How would you know that? Uh, I've never tried, but uh, that sounds reasonable. Well, Adam, tell us about uh, your podcaspirations oh, and your drink. Well, they haven't really gotten too far. Uh, all I know is I have a ton of fun on this show. Sure. You've got the bug. We have a ton of fun having you. Or and, uh, you got bit, son. And I see what... I see how little you're doing. <laughs> I mean, it seems like any... You see how thin the... Uh, it seems the... like any ding-dong can uh, hook up a laptop <laughs> to some microphones and, and make this happen, right? If I can sit in a room next to a cat litter box, you can do it too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think those fumes really uh, really help the comedy. R.I.P. Yeah. cat litter box joke. Uh, I think I beat that to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't recommend beating up a cat litter box. <laughs> it gets everywhere, you know? <laughs> I think you guys have sort of the perfect concept that that uh, is sort of evergreen, and I think that is the greatest challenge. Like, it's coming up with a with a premise. Yeah, I mean, I have a few that I'm thinking of, uh, yeah. but I think longevity is an issue. Like, you want to be able to do this for a long time and not feel like you're running out of runway. Yeah, my uh, my friend Brian Heater uh, used to be one of the hosts of a podcast where uh, they were every week trying to get their friend a job. <laughs> and it it was like that's just, real cynical which is yeah and uh oh, yeah assume assumes that he's going to still need a new job every single passing week um but uh yeah it uh i think it at a certain point just turned into a kind of general interest goof around which um our friend jordan morris of jordan jesse go uh once when uh, i told him about the premise of our podcast was like oh man like i love podcasts with premises and i wish we had started our podcast uh like more recently so we would have actually come up with one for ours because it's not like they could like apply a premise to it now well but says the guy with a wildly popular you know listenable much very listenable (laughs) podcast yeah i wish we had done an even better job with our podcast can you hit it can you hit it you hit it out of two parks i felt when he said that to me like almost like i wish i was funny enough to have a podcast that was just like two friends talking (laughs) with somebody else right and that's the thing and that's the challenge because you know when you select people to be on with you it feels like there has to be a catch yeah but then you sort of wonder is it a catch or a crutch yeah and then you're like you know i'm Walking around with my little... There's a premise right there. Catcher or crutch. There it is. Every week. It's a seven-minute <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, there's the seven-second delay, uh, which is a podcast now, but started as a radio show on WFMU where they try to come up with a new premise every week. Oh, my <laughs> and, God. Uh, a recent one was they uh, hooked the uh, soundboard up to an exercycle and the host <laughs> had, had to keep the power going in Wow, show. that's a good one. And he's like super out of shape. <laughs> so periodically the show goes dark for like 30 seconds and then you hear him like, come on, you gotta get it, get it, get it going, get it going. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, such a good show. Uh, I was I was hoping maybe that uh, you guys had some podcast ideas that maybe you aren't using right now. <laughs> sure. That, that uh, you cast can... off podcast. I got a shoebox Yeah, I mean, full. because clearly you're not going to do another one. Yeah. And maybe I could I could pick up one well, off you of your scrap do, heap. And, you and... can't do let's drink milkshakes about it. Um, oh, no. That would be a diarrhea podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about uh, that. You could... I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you could that'd be, be simulcast in my bathroom. <laughs> you could do you could do let's meet about it, which uh, we, we did talk about, about that. Yeah, we, different what meets. If, what if when we had totaling guests, we would just make some meat, and yeah. then I made a joke about it to a friend of mine who was interested in coming on but doesn't drink, and I said, "Oh yeah, we could do let's meet about it," and he's like. Now you're just uh, rubbing salt in the wound, and, I, and then I remembered he's a vegetarian. Also. Oh, <laughs> oh! So. See, that's some nice conflict. You yeah. want a little bit of that? Ooh, yeah. I like the idea of the wordplay aspect because I fully intend on asking to be a part of your podcast network oh, that sure. we're going to form <laughs> to unify our two yeah. podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and the third, the, just, yeah. the Dave Hill one <laughs> with the with the milkshakes, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many podcasts? Um, does it what take I'm saying to... is, I need you guys desperately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's workshop this a little bit. Like, uh, goes both ways. See. Adam, what could a premise? What could a premise be for a podcast? Like, uh, I've I've heard that uh, podcasts about uh, gamer culture are very popular. Yeah, but only if they're three hours <laughs> long. <laughs> yeah, I uh, man. You go on the. Does uh, that mean I I get to tweet women and, uh, and disparage <laughs> them and call them awful names? Uh, that yeah, that's part, part of, of that's part of gamer culture, I believe. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know anything about it, but right. uh, the the, uh, the rules are listed on the back of the yeah. card that you carry in your wallet. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, thinking about the call in podcast idea a little bit lately because we've got now now that I have this three dollar cable that enables <laughs> us to play calls on our show. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, what? What if we like set like set a time every week and people could actually call in live? And I don't know if I don't know if this show necessarily lends itself to that, but I I feel like a call in show. It's like I, it's, I love the there's idea. some risk and some reward. Yeah, I love the idea of a call in right. show. Yeah, like because you get would to, this be a fake call in show or, <laughs> or the uh, real deal? Yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. I don't know. I think there's, every there's... third call is one of your parents. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like so. I mean the the trouble is podcasts are a time delayed medium so almost nobody listens to them as they're being recorded but I don't know there's I think Chelsea Peretti does a uh, a call in show mm-hmm. yeah I have not heard it but I uh, I hear good things and I mean really there's um, there's only one call in show you know what show that is right Adam Carolla show uh, Larry King no no, no. <laughs> All those those are true. Those are there's, oh, there, lo- love there's only one that matters. Maybe I'll say that. It's, it's the best show. <laughs> um, the best show. Come on, Tom Sharpling. Yeah, not a. Not a oh fan. man, he's the best. I'm not not a fan. I just I've listened a couple times and it's just been like, all right, I don't really see why this is famous or likable. And then I turn oh, it off. Oh come on. Uh, for me, for me, it was just very evident that I couldn't get into that midstream yeah like that was the ultimate in in the episodes not being their own self-enclosed yeah. things yeah. that I, like and i all the jokes were lost on me like right. all, all the all i think the that's what were, alienated me as well was yeah. i just didn't like i didn't feel in on it and I, I imagine it's very powerful if you do feel in on uh, it yeah i suppose i suppose to feel in on that that accumulative thing if like you've been listening for 13 years but i don't think a lot of people have and, and you know you you only have to listen maybe for a couple of, uh, well, let's say months, and then you get the idea that there's there's <laughs> characters that exist before you've listened. And I mean, that's really, you know, it's like, okay, I, I got to let these things, like a couple of things go that I don't get. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they are, the, the calls themselves are funny just because they're so ridiculous, you know? And it's a good thing that you admitted, yeah. well, it's maybe a good thing that you admitted you're not I'd a also fan be... because I, I, have, I have asked, uh, I mean, not I didn't get a response, but I've asked John Worcester to be on here. So, uh. 
I think that maybe I'd be more open-minded also if it was a length that fit into my podcast listening schedule. Yeah, that's that's a but, big one. Uh, yeah, I'm also, you know, I'm struggling to keep up with the list of shows that I have. So mm-hmm. every time a new show comes out that I'm excited about, I'm like, fuck. Like, <laughs> Why is it three hours? Yeah, yeah, I don't need to add anything to my inbox, you know? Yeah. Right. But, uh. Okay, yeah. so I'm so what I'm hearing is I need to have a podcast that's been going on for minimum twelve <laughs> yes, years. Yep. Oh, that'd be kind of interesting, right? Like to have like a retroactive continuity that you make up <laughs> as you go. But what's the what's the um <laughs> yeah yeah what's okay. the uh, where's uh, that podcast with um oh this sucks because I can't remember the actress's name, but um uh, she played one of the prison guards in Orange Is the New Black, and she's on the Comedy Bang Bang Network, and it's um, the the premise is amazing, like. It's that she's the guest star on a different podcast every week. So they they do invent <laughs> a new podcast every week, and she just is the guest star. And it's, I, I think that's the premise. And it's it's um, it's it's so smart. And she's she's really good. That sounds like a lot yeah, of fun. It's great. Where your guest is the host every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we could do our uh, our uh, our documentary podcast if we wanted to bore everyone to tears, <laughs> and Let's- also be like the most onanistic podcast yet conceived which is an amazing idea yeah i mean really aim for the fewest possible number of <laughs> listeners <laughs> yeah you gotta start somewhere um, you may as well start with zero yeah i guess and, and see if you can beat that down at all <laughs> <laughs> well just like the only way to go is backwards so then you guys would just give up and then you have like, nobody actively participating in it either so Maybe that's something. I think the best idea is keeping the expectations low. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's a very good idea, actually. No joke. Uh, here's an idea. Why don't you uh, get in a big fight with us and almost murder us and then go to Europe and walk around Europe for a long time and then come back and make friends with a crazy person in San Francisco and recount all of your theories about World War II to that person. That would be a good podcast. That would be a great podcast. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. That's the best idea I've heard. <laughs> I would listen to that shit. <laughs> God, wouldn't I? <laughs> love it. Uh, I, do, I just need to find that uh, that crazy person you speak of. <laughs> uh, well, San Francisco, so plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hard to miss. I was uh, obviously referring to the Roderick on the Line podcast there, but uh, <laughs> uh, which is a great podcast. It's so good. It is. It's like like the least premisey of all premiseless shows. It makes me angry how good it is. Somehow it's fucking ten out of ten entertaining every it's single time. It's the ultimate in we don't have a premise. Yeah, and we're just parachuting into a conversation. Yeah, it, and you're just a fly on the wall. Like I masterfully done. I feel like. Yeah. When I listen, I like almost wish I had like a buck slip so I could just like note down things like threads that I would like to get into further, like almost like uh, the postcard gag that they've sort of abandoned. But, you know, they always had, you know, Uh, put a pin in things that they were going to circle back on. Right. And uh, but that's so many thoughts. I think that's something that Merlin does (laughs) on every show he has, though. He talks about three by five cards on every show he has. And uh, I think another another thing about Merlin and his shows, I I think are like uh, they he makes them all look easy, yep. and I think uh, that's a testament to just how hard he works. Yep. Yeah, he's amazing. I I definitely prefer Merlin as a foil for Roderick than anyone else as a foil for Merlin, though. Mm. So I don't know. My I I I love that show, but I think that uh, 
it's it's about as much uh, Merlin as I can uh, as I can physically accommodate oh. week in week out. Oh, geez, you make him sound like a uh, like a like an app like a preparation H applicator. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. I listen to I listen to, I mean, I listen to mo- most of his podcasts. I think. You know, like even the ones I have no fucking clue what he's talking about, like the tech ones. I, I, so I'm like, well, I, okay, I'm gonna try and learn by somebody repeating technical jargon over and over again, and uh, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. But uh, uh, he's just—I don't know. He, I find him so entertaining. I find he has got knowledge like nobody. Uh, he can talk on any, almost any subject. I mean, same with Roderick, right? So that's why they're perfect together. But yeah, I mean, I listen to John Roderick talk, and uh, I wonder what the fuck I've done with my life. It's like why the why didn't I walk across <laughs> Eastern Europe? Why didn't I do like why didn't I live in Alaska? And you know I don't know. He's yeah. He's just like uh, he's a he's a marvel. That guy amazing. Yeah. Um, Adam, how are you liking your beverage? I like it quite a bit. I think this is the second drink that you've made me in seven days or so. <laughs> uh, they both they both include egg white Seven Eleven egg whites. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I live about a block away from a Seven Eleven. So you do all your grocery tremendous shopping eggs. there, yeah? <laughs> tremendous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All my all my grocery and pizza shopping is done at Seven Eleven. They've got. They've I was got. Just, uh, talk. Sorry. Go ahead. My uh, my uh, producer on uh, Shoot the Moon, Idle Ibrahim, is here here with us, listening in. Um, uh, and uh, we were talking about the pizzas at Seven Eleven. We were walking by one uh, where we're staying in Tacoma, and I was like, you know. That pizza is not cooked there. It's reheated there. So it's f- frozen pizza. Do they put it on the rollers and it just, in the <laughs> it time it takes to travel down to the bottom, it's, it's ready? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's amazing that they've actually like beaten taste out of people to the extent that they'll go get a frozen pizza that's been microwaved there as though they're going out and getting a meal. <laughs> Try to imagine the place in your life where that's yeah. a decision that makes sense. Yeah, oh, you're trying to man. decide between the Doritos stuffed uh, nacho cheese puffs thing. Have what you ever called? been as desperate? <laughs> no. I don't think I have. No, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's like uh, you know, it's either that or walk across Europe. Probably. This is this. It feels like if you're at a Seven Eleven, it's because you're on a long road trip and you need to stop for a snack or your life is and there's no way you want down. diarrhea that bad <laughs> that you would get a pizza from 7-Eleven and then and then bring that with you on the rest of your road trip right it's terrible. like diarrhea and road trips do not go together not well mm-hmm. <laughs> chris tell me about this uh wintry trip Ooh, well i am uh friday morning i'm leaving on a jet plane and i'm uh well, I guess I've got to come back again, uh, but uh, not for six days. I'm going to the Grand Canyon, Joshua Tree, uh, and uh, um, Vegas very quickly, and then back to Los Angeles and, uh, for a couple of days. Wow. And, Vegas, yeah, Vegas it's just on uh, the last leg, hopefully. Yeah, no, I, I've been to Vegas once for two days, and that was uh, two days too many, so I'm really not looking forward to going back, but I'm, we're going on, I just kind of like... I'm tagging along on this road trip, so we've rented a car, and we're just going to you know, drive out and drive back real quick. And, uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Vegas, it'll be fun because uh, I'm going with a couple of friends, and it'll be fun no matter what. Like, we're doing it on a shoestring. So uh, Vegas on a shoestring yeah. would be extra fun, you know? 
right? You got no money to spend in Vegas. Uh, it's uh, just going to walk around yeah. and take uh, cards getting flicked at me. You know what those guys do? They like make noises with those cards and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, attempt to uh, solicit you for uh, a uh, illegal sexual rendezvous. It's like, um, I get it. I get it. This place Vegas is Vegas is a place that I've, I've only ever been to Vegas for work. And I've been there for work like more than half a dozen times. It all feels like work. It's also the only place I've ever done the like drunken office party walk up to your boss when you've had a few too many and try and have a conversation. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say make out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is uh, a couple years ago. I uh, It was like our last night at uh, the C- Consumer Electronics show. And uh, they took us took us out on the town and, uh, you know, put it all on the company card. And I have this incredibly embarrassing memory of walking up to uh, my boss, the editor-in-chief of Engadget at the time, going, I just want to say this before I'm too drunk so you know that I'm sincere. <laughs> too late. I really appreciate getting this job, you know. That's great. <laughs> And that was your last work trip? Yeah. <laughs> not not far from the truth. Um, yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's what yeah that's what I associate Vegas. Yeah, with. I love Vegas. Really? I'm unapologetic oh. about well, that. Good for you. Yeah, I know it's a shithole, and it's it's terrible and it's beautiful all at once. I love it. I love gambling though too. Oh. So that's part of it. Yeah, I uh, gambling and drinking. Gambling is gambling hurts mm-hmm. my feelings when I. Uh, the first work trip I ever took to Vegas, I uh, gambled $20, and then I couldn't sleep <laughs> for Are like two nights in a row. I was so upset about wow. losing $20. Yeah, I can... Yeah. So uh, so you're basically what they made that pamphlet, uh, when it stops being fun, <laughs> like, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. who that's for? <laughs> no, I'm the opposite of who that's for, because it stopped being before fun it before it started. <laughs> I was like, man, I was so pissed off that I lost that money. Um How's your drink, Bowman? Uh, it's it's really good, but uh, people prepare yourselves. It is uh, you sit down, sit it's down while you're drinking this, or high, if you're sitting, yeah, or stand up and and don't sit down while you're drinking this, because when you get up again, you're gonna <laughs> fall over. <laughs> uh, and then you're gonna walk up to your boss and yeah. tell them that you have some some uh, heartfelt sentiments to express before you get too drunk. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a it's a it's a real nice drink. It's. Um, it's quite sour, I guess, because it's got like an ounce and a half of citrus in there, like a uh, lemon and lime. Sure, but, um, it's really nice, and uh, it's 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 really a, it's nice to uh, send myself off on the first time I've ever gone away in the winter. Like I've just put up with Canadian winters my entire life, and I, I actually yeah. the only time I've gone away in winter is to other wintry places. I've never been a smart man. <laughs> never been a smart man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, where does a Canadian uh, yeah. go on vacation? Like Detroit? <laughs> well, no, I mean we have planes here. We oh, can get on a nice plane and go farther here. than Detroit. Balmy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I yeah I uh, in selecting your drink was thinking about trying to do like a wintry drink, but then I was like, no, you're going somewhere sunny and summery. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I just something I looked up the weather in. Um, the Grand Canyon, and it's minus eight. So, again, I'm not the smartest man. <laughs> hmm. Oh, but it's going to be all over the map. It's a yeah, desert. It's it I was probably like minus eight of... at night. Yeah, you know, yeah. But True. Um, yeah, I was... Uh, Rachel, my fiance, and I were uh, pushing our way through some uh, some biting, wintry 
wind uh, a couple days ago, and she's like, I'm fucking done with this shit. We're moving to L.A. And I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I, seasons are, are great. I, I, I mean, obviously, growing up with them, I'm, I'm yes, I'm used to them, but it's... it's uh, noticeably they're noticeably absent when you like when i lived uh in london it, it was just w kind of gray you got two weeks of sunshine and then it's just gray again and uh yeah it's uh it, it just messed with my head too much you know and i kind of i realized how much <laughs> i i appreciate those changes because you have favorite seasons right they come and go and yeah you know, um i feel the same way and i think maybe in rachel's defense like i travel so much for mm -hmm. work that i you know, never. It's never an unbroken stretch of frigid cold because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in San Diego this weekend yeah. shooting something, and then I go to San Diego and I walk around in my banana hammock and uh, <laughs> tank top and enjoy the 85 degree February weather, and then <laughs> I go back to New York. And, and other people enjoy you. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely. I just never, ever, ever uh, want to hear you say banana ham banana hammock again. <laughs> Creme de banana. Yeah. Every time you say banana hammock, you have to take <laughs> have to a shot of creme de banana. Swig of the creme de banana. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, tell me about. And uh, there it goes. Tell me. Oh, did, did you just really? Mm. I just did. Fuck yeah. this. No, Adam, you're not coming uh, on the show again until I'm sitting in the same. Oh, that's good. Until I'm in the same room with you guys, and we <clears> all do. Like, I don't why. I don't know why I desperately want to do creme de banana shots with you guys because it's fucking gross. But I, you don't, don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You I'm know what? We need you to do shots with us so we can finally finish this bottle, which is about halfway done. <laughs> maybe now. I'll swing. Maybe I'll swing by on my way back. Really slow roll in this bottle. Please yeah. do. Yeah, that'd be fun. It sounds like the kind of trip well, that you're gonna, uh, you're gonna have some life events. Are you gonna do the show uh, from location? I I've been thinking about it. I just um, I'm not sure. I guess Ben and I haven't really talked about it because we have to record while I'm away. So I suppose we're going to. I don't know. That'd be we're cool. I have to. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll come up with something that you can make in the hotel mini bar. Yes, good um, idea. <laughs> and the most expensive drink <laughs> ever had on this podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so tell tell us well, about uh, speaking yeah. of trips and uh, and travel. Tell us about this annoying uh, passenger that you had seatmate. Oh man, this this is one of the most unique annoying seatmates I've ever had because. Uh, she didn't, she seemed to be a real, like a real doesn't fly much type and doesn't like, I fly all the time. Like I have very strong feelings about like how one comports oneself in an airport and on an airplane. And occasionally I, I, uh, you know, come across a rank amateur, amateur like this. And, uh, so I, I, uh, I'm obviously in the early pre-boarding, you know, sky priority Obviously, line, obviously, I, uh, sky priority. So I'm on the plane, you know, I'm on the plane just after the first class holes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm in an aisle seat. And so I just have to like sit there and wait for the people to come make me get up and uh, get in. And this woman comes and sits in the middle seat and she turns to me and says, uh, do you prefer the aisle seat? And I said, uh, yeah. And. So then she turns to the guy in the window seat and says, do you prefer the window seat? <laughs> and he goes, yes. That's why I chose it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what does this lady think? Like, what? how can she possibly think she has a bargaining chip with <laughs> with anybody on this flight? She has a fucking middle seat. Like, and just the whole, the whole time, like, she... 
like little little interactions like i got up to go to the bathroom and when i came back they were handing out one of the snacks and she was like oh oh he didn't get a snack and like called the flight attendant's attention to the fact that i was coming back from the bathroom i was like don't put me on blast like (laughs) like, i just i just got up to you know i i want i want to pretend that 48 people didn't just watch me go into a little closet and relieve myself, you know? <laughs> That's your issue, Ben. That's your issue. That and, uh, girl's just looking out for like you, man. You're like walking back up the aisle, wiping your wet hands <laughs> right, on yeah. your jeans. Yeah. Zipping my fly up. Was uh, this a little old lady? Uh, no, how, she how does like, she not know proper airplane decorum? I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and, you know, like I'm sitting there with headphones on the entire time. I'm, I'm not getting into some of this stuff, but, uh, but the one that cracked me up the most was I, I uh, had myself a... Uh, uh, an alcohol beverage uh, in the form of a beer mm-hmm. toward the end of the flight. And it was a Brooklyn lager, which is, you know, not a can that you see everywhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she uh, tapped me on the shoulder and I had to take off my headphones for her to go, is, is, is that a beer? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's a, it's a Brooklyn lager. And she picked up my beer can to look at it more closely it was like three quarters full. Oh man, it's it, it, this is. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. She stick her nose either, in the opening. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there was something charming about how like innocent and naive she yeah, was, but I was also like, don't touch my fucking I mean, beer. Th- that's exactly <laughs> it. It's a, it's a perspective thing because I think somebody else like because I don't know if I'd appreciate it either, but somebody else might be like, yeah, it's yeah, it's cool, right? Whatever, nice can, right? Or yeah, yeah, you don't see this everywhere, or you know, but. Chris, Chris, you can't say nice can. That is very I didn't, No, cans. Nice cans, right? <laughs> it's like, we all learned that from The Simpsons, right? Sweet can. I don't know. It, 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 is, uh, it, is, uh, it is a matter of perspective, but I totally... I just love the... Do you prefer... The, like, as though you're going to say, thank God you are here, because I, I don't know what I was going to do yeah. sitting in this aisle or the window, whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, in her in her defense, she did pick like pretty much the most annoying part of sitting in the aisle, which is while they're boarding the plane. And the way I don't know if other airlines are as stupid as this, but the way Delta works is they board everybody in the front of the plane first, mm. and then like they should load the back of the pl- like it should just be by row, and the back of the plane it's starts. It's like filling a moving van. You right. don't load the front of the van. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> insane. Or the, the, but the part by the door. Like I, <laughs> the only reason I like it is that I always have like a bag full of camera equipment with me, and if I have to gate check that, I'm gonna be very upset. And and I always get on early with my camera bag and i always have overhead bin space but if they were not concerned with egalitarian or or if they were concerned with egalitarianism it would be back to front and so the downside is that i always get an aisle seat and i always sit there and get bumped by every (laughs) single fucking human being that gets on the Uh, airplane are you sitting yeah i don't know i mean maybe the i guess it's because your legs right You, you don't want the window because you want the a little bit extra room is that it oh i also i i will also like hang a foot out into yeah. the aisle occasionally and faux pas uh, i have I, I would say about 50 percent of the flights that i go on every year i cause a flight attendant to just bail oh, out because see, the way they that's barrel way down worse those aisles. That's, that's way worse than someone saying is that a beer you know i i realize that i'm an asshole but you know <laughs> I don't understand you your preference for the aisle seat at all. I always take the window because yeah. I don't like getting up when other yeah, people get up. Yeah, I take the window. I, I and I never have to get up on a plane. That's the thing. I pee 
250 <laughs> times per yeah, flight. Yeah, like that's if I if I was in a window, I would be so much more annoying to everybody. <laughs> little acorn bladder. That sounds like a kid's <laughs> book. An, an airplane ride is all the proof I need to uh, prove the fact that I pee at least 10 times more often <laughs> than your average human being. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, that's great. I love it. Because most people just sit there through the flight and like... You like, know, that's so- pretty considerate though. Like if you if you knew this about yourself and still chose the window, that would make you an asshole. Yeah. Because you're yeah. making people yeah. get up I, I, four times yeah. an hour. This has been flying talk with Ben. Um, <laughs> I almost did that exact gag. Like this has been weather talk with Chris. But yeah... Uh, I don't travel enough for this. I, this I don't has travel been enough for this. Talk with Adam. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I, I don't travel enough for this. Hey, shit that's a good idea for a show. Bathroom talk. <laughs> Let's poop about it. There, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's let's listen to this uh, listener call that we got. Oh, we've this got week. one. I believe we. We uh, we announced it last week. But, we did. Uh, well, here hey, it goes. Dad, enjoy your debut. Hi, guys. It's uh, Ken Bowman here. Chris is dead. Uh, this is a request. I was just listening to your show this week, and uh, this is a request regarding life events that don't have a drink pairing. So how about a hip replacement? I'm getting a hip replacement shortly, and uh, I wondered if you guys could recommend a drink before and after. One uh, consideration is that uh, it should, or at least I would like it to have rum in it. So, uh, anyway, thanks, guys. And uh, don't forget, I'm your number one fan. (laughs) Keep up the good work. Remember, don't choke on your rum and coke. There he is. There he is. Very nice. Very nice. (laughs) Uh, Something something I've been waiting to have happen on the show for a long time. I'm so glad it happened. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, Ken for for calling it. Uh, so what do we got? What do we got for your dear old well, dad? Well, we uh, uh, I do have two for him. I've got uh, one non-alcoholic drink for the before, uh, just because you know maybe he wants to take us it in a sports bottle into the hospital with him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got something called the waiting room. Uh, it's an ounce and a half of uh, pineapple gum syrup, uh, three quarter ounces of acid phosphate, uh, uh, three dashes of um, those are things that you would find in a hospital, yep. I think. Yep. <laughs> uh, three dashes of pimento bitters, uh, an ounce of heavy cream, and seltzer. Uh, in a cocktail shaker, fill with ice, uh, or sorry, filled with ice. Add the syrup, uh, phosph- acid phosphate, and bitters. Shake well until chilled. Add the cream and more ice, and shake again for approximately twenty seconds. Strain into a Collins glass and top with seltzer. Um, it sounds tasty. I looked up what acid phosphate is, and it, it's what they yeah. used to put in. Um, uh, like it's like an old timey thing that they've kind of reintroduced. So um, they used to have it in like malt shops. Yeah. Did they introduce it with poetry? <laughs> yeah, have a phosphate. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, gum syrup is something that I don't think we've actually encountered yet on this show. But it's like it's basically simple syrup with an emulsifier mm-hmm. in it uh, called gum arabic, which uh, smooths things out and makes it a. Uh, Makes a makes for a silky texture, and if it's in a boozy drink, unlike this one, it'll kind of knock back some of that alcohol flavor too. Uh, unlike an egg white, which just gives you the texture, but none of the knockdown. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I mean I guess the egg white, uh, maybe knocks it down a little bit for hmm. me. But uh, yeah, this is a uh, more shelf stable, I guess. 
at yeah. the very least. We should uh, we should make two drinks, one with the egg white and one with that uh, weird Arab. Oh yeah, uh, thing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that weird Arab thing. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, so for the after, I'm sounding like your dad, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the after drink, uh, Feda, you're going to have uh, the painkiller. Uh, and this is actually, I forgot that you requested uh, rum specifically. Uh, so it is serendipitous, it turns out. Uh, it's two ounces of rum, uh, four <laughs> ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice, uh, one ounce of cream of coconut. Uh, uh, you're going to garnish with an orange wedge, cherry, and nutmeg. And this is going to go in a, a hurricane glass or a snifter. So add the ingredients to the hurricane or the snifter and fill with ice, stir to combine, and garnish. Simple. Short and simple. Um, yeah. So enjoy. And I did have I did have That's a good drink. I did have a few uh, uh, other like choices and uh, I you know, I decided to skip the English rose because he's Scottish and I'd probably be ousted from my family if I gave him that. Uh, I, I was going to give him uh, one called the bone machine. The bedpan? <laughs> I was going to give him one called the bone machine uh, and then another one called the joy division. So, Dad, if you want, we could make all four or five of these and uh, and see because, you know, you're going to have some time on your hands. So, uh, yeah, we'll give it a try. So there you go, Uncle Kenny. Enjoy and good luck. <laughs> don't joke on your rum uh, don't he didn't um, sound nearly as violent as I expected, it's because I, given yeah. his, his given interest it. in vigilante <laughs> gestures <laughs> yeah well he's gotta gotta get his hip replaced and then violence will come right roaring yeah. back right <laughs> Well, uh, I think we should probably wind the show up so that uh, our, our friend Chris Bowman can get to work. My um, adoring public awaits. Adam, people can find you on uh, Twitter. Where at? That's right. I'm at. I'm at. Cut for time. And uh, Chris is at Chris B. Chicken. And Ben is at Benjamin R-A-H-R. And you can follow our show at Drink About It and facebook us and go to let's drink about dot it for the recipes from today's mm-hmm. show and uh we realized today that we've been perhaps idiotic in not starting an instagram feed of our uh different cocktails so maybe we'll do well, that we're soon. uh i think um, we uh, we're now ex- we're now idea. accepting uh virtual uh or, sorry resumes for virtual assistants so send them send them in yeah um yeah, and uh, definitely, uh, you know, rate us on iTunes and send us a drink request on our little voicemail thingy or... Friend ha- you on my face. Yeah, friend <laughs> us on my face. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks so much for thanks, listening. Thanks, Adam. And uh, we'll be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks to go perfectly with them. Thanks, thanks for bailing, Thanks Thank for bailing you. us out yet again, Adam. Goddamn saint. Anytime, Wait. every right. time. Love it. Later, potato. Don't choke on your rum and coke, but, you know, he already said that. He being my father. I'm your lovely and talented host, Benjamin R. Harrison. And I'm I'm your terrible and uh, not very talented host, Chris Bowman. (laughs) 